up? What up? What up? Hey, good morning. Uh, we are going to jump right into it, guys. Not gonna sugarcoat this stuff. We're gonna jump right into uh, what could be deemed the first socialist address from Congress yeah. I think America's ever had. Um, let me be very clear my thoughts um, on Joe Biden's speech. I thought that it was very, as Ted Cruz said, very boring, but radical. Everything that Joe Biden said, every aspect of every word that came out of his mouth was a socialistic, which leads to communistic agenda. It was not rational in thought. It will completely and utterly destroy the country. Uh, and it fundamentally impedes on our rights as Americans. Sounds like everything I expected it to be. Well, yes, which can be argued. That's exactly what we all thought. Um, but the scary thing to me, and we're going to talk about this, because you had Biden's speech, and then you had Tim Scott's uh, GOP rebuttal thing, which is typical. This is what they do. When, when Trump would speak, they'd have a Democrat you know, rebuttal or whatever. Um, and what is horrifying to me is the different responses between the two. And, you know, I was going to put a video out today, but Facebook deemed it offensive. Of course. Um, and so this is, this is truly where we are today. Mm -hmm. um, we live in two different Americas. We just do. We, we, we live in two different Americas. You have one side that fundamentally believes that everything about America is wrong. And everything about America needs to be radically changed because they believe that other countries have it figured out more than we do. <clears throat> China. Anyway, yeah. and then you've got the other side, which says, you know what? Yeah, we're not perfect, but we're as close to perfect as anybody's ever going to get. Um, and we need to have less government and more we the people. Um, which Joe Biden completely butchers, by the way of the meaning of we the people. So I want to play the most shocking one in my opinion. Well, let's just start off from the very beginning. Uh, the very beginning, Joe Biden starts it off just, just right off the bat coming out of the gate swinging, just trying to make everybody mad. Let's see. Inherited a nation. We all did. That was in crisis. The worst pandemic in a century, the worst economic crisis since the great depression. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Now, okay. he doesn't specifically name the Capitol riots on January 6th. Okay? But everybody knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, everybody knows what he's talking about. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. You know what? Forget about 9-11. Forget about Pearl Harbor. Exactly. So I'm not saying, and, and I've already told everybody my thoughts about the Capitol riots. I thought it was dumb. Really did. Uh, even if you're, even if you really, truly believe that we're getting to the point where we're going to have to overthrow the government, that ain't how you do it. You're just going to run in there? Yeah. <laughs> no guns, no nothing. You're just going to. Just going to storm it, baby, and, you know, see what happens. Uh, that's the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. So, yeah, what about Pearl Harbor? Joe Biden was born literally like 11 months after Pearl Harbor. 
That's how old he is, first of all, which is frightening. Um, September 11th? I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, there's so many. I'm pretty instances. sure more people died in Benghazi than died on the January yeah. 6th riots. Um, now, that didn't happen in American soil, but you well, catch my drift. It could be argued that because isn't our embassies technically U.S. soil? Technically. You're yeah. right. You're right. There you go. So every there, there you go. Okay, so and here is what I'm saying. If Trump had said that, immediately there would be 127 articles fact-checking him on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not true. Trump is trying to use uh, something that's not that big a deal to make it a bigger deal. That's what they would say. That's what they would say. But nobody says anything to Biden about that. And it is something directly pointed at 75 million Americans that did not vote for him. All right, so you've heard me talk about the future recently. Good Lord, after that speech last night, what can you think? I'm thinking ahead and really concerned about the future of the country. With our skyrocketing debt, Democrats in power, and Joe Biden's spending plan, uh, future looks grim for the U.S. dollar, which is why I started diversifying with gold and silver. We recently partnered with Hartford Gold, and I recommend you check them out. They will sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA. The process is straightforward and honest, which is why they have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. When you call today, they will give you up to 15 $1,500 of free silver with your first order. So now is a great time to check them out. Call 866-530-7996 or text America to 65532. In a world of fake news, fake social media, and fake money, invest in things that are real with real value. That's 866-530-7996 or text America to 65532. So here's another thing. Joe Biden, when he won the presidency, he said he was going to be a president for all people, right? Mm -hmm, but yeah. everything he does, everything he says is a direct, undertoned hit at the 75 million Americans, at least, that voted for Donald Trump. Everything he says has kind of like a bless your heart attached to it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, a, it's a direct slap in the face to the Americans that did not vote for him. Um. Also, I encourage you to look at the people. First of all, the amount of people that were in there, uh, mind-blowing. Joint session of Congress. Joint session of Congress. And, you know, they're going to argue that they were socially distancing. No, they socially distanced because nobody freaking showed up. Yeah. Okay? There was They, they knew nobody was going to show up, and they didn't even have a designated survivor. Yeah, isn't that that's okay? <laughs> that never happens. They literally made an entire TV show around the fact of any time uh, uh, addressing of Congress happens, a joint session addressing of Congress, there's always somebody that gets picked to stay behind. So, in case like a missile hits it or whatever, there's one person in government that can continue government going. Right? Like, that's a thing. That's a real mm -hmm. thing. So much so, they made a TV show about it. They knew that 90% of Congress ain't going to this thing. All right? So, no. They're all fully vaccinated, okay? Which every member of Congress is fully vaccinated. Yep. So, why are they wearing masks? Uh, and why are they socially distancing? And why are they not all in the building? 
It's a good question. Yeah, it's completely bizarre. It's a really good question. Everything about this thing was bizarre. But everything that Joe Biden says, if you don't believe that Joe Biden is leaning towards the radical left, look at who is applauding him and look at who is standing up for everything that he says. Kamala Harris, Pelosi, Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. AOC, Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashid Tlaib, all of these super, super extreme, self-proclaimed democratic socialist. Yeah. They're the ones applauding. I love the video of Ted Cruz legitimately falling asleep. Yeah. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It is. And I got to give Lauren Boebert credit uh, for the troll win of the day, bringing out the space blanket like they have at the border to yeah. like cover herself up d- awesome. during the uh, during the thing, which he did not address one time, by the way. Yeah. The crisis at the border. But this is what he did uh, talk about. So here we go. A gun, but shouldn't be able to buy a gun. These kinds of reasonable reforms have overwhelming support from the American people, including many gun owners. Okay, so he's talking about people that shouldn't be able to buy a gun, like mentally incapable, people with backgrounds, uh, shouldn't be able to buy a gun, and the majority of Americans agree with that. Yeah, we do. They're called background checks. We already do that. Criminals, on the other hand, don't abide by this, and they get guns anyway. Yeah. Okay? These are are the words that they use to try to confuse people, and even like conservatives and Republicans, they're like, oh, well, yeah, wow, there's, there's loopholes there, like, People with this and that, blah, 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 blah. They're they're buying guns. Well, yeah, we shouldn't do that. It's not the guns that are the problem. It's the reporting that's the problem. Yes, there are uh, medical doctors that do not report uh, every single patient they have that has mental issues to where they should not be able to buy a gun. Um, Most counties only report 80 to 85% of felony charges that would lead to not being able to buy a gun, right? So that's not the gun problem. We have an infrastructure problem since they like to use the word infrastructure all the time uh, in the background reporting system. But what they want to do is federalize all the background checks, which it can be argued the background checks are federal anyway because you got to go through NICLIC or NCIC. That's it. Uh, NICLIC's a military thing. <laughs> the NCIC. Um, Anyway, so they confuse words to try to make you confused on what's going on. But here we go. A gun, but shouldn't be able to buy a gun. These kinds of reasonable reforms have overwhelming support from the American people, including many gun owners. Right here. The country supports reform this, and Congress should act. This shouldn't be a red or blue issue. And no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. He doubles down on it again. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. And nobody says anything. That's not trending on Twitter. Well, People aren't up in arms. If Trump would have said that. About that. Oh, he'd be a dictator. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. What the crap is he talking about? It's absolutely bizarre. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, and a lot of people will, a lot of people like to argue this with the prohibition, right? alcohol and then they reversed that decision right well that was in my opinion that was one of the biggest mistakes we ever made uh was the prohibition and the reason why is because you took uh a freedom away from americans you know alcohol we've been drinking alcohol since the beginning of time literally (laughs) since the beginning of time you took something away 
from Americans. Not to mention the government lost so much tax dollars on it, too. Well, so. well right, right, exactly. So you took something away, and then you realized, oh, okay, well, yeah, we probably can't, probably can't get away with that. So, you know, we'll, we'll you know, end the prohibition and all this other kind of stuff. But what about all the things that add to freedoms? Okay, so the 13th Amendment, we've talked about this, pretty important one, ending slavery. But then the 14th Amendment, right? Because even after the 13th Amendment, black people in America still had an awfully hard time. Mm -hmm. And then they had yeah. the 14th Amendment come in there. Uh, the 19th Amendment, women's right to vote. Uh, the 5th Amendment, the right to plead the 5th. Right to not have to say nothing. I ain't talking. Uh, the 1st Amendment, your right to talk. <laughs> second amendment you're right he's already going after the second amendment uh and and again i still say and yes call this a conspiracy theory if you will i do not care if all of our amendments are not absolute then that means the 22nd amendment is not absolute and it can be gotten rid of and the 22nd amendment is the one that no person can serve more than two terms as president. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what if the whole purpose of getting everybody used to this idea that no amendment is absolute is this ultimate idea to make us a freaking uh, hierarchy like in England or whatnot, where they remove this and then, well, you know, we're just not even going to have an election this year because there's no viable candidates. So we're going to repeal uh, or uh, add the 26th Amendment, which repeals the 22nd Amendment. And Biden can just be president forever until he dies. And then he appoints the next one and then they appoint the next one and then so on and so on. Well, thankfully, we don't have to worry about that with Biden. Well, <laughs> He's not going to live that long. But either way, <laughs> the point is, well, but yeah, but if but they yeah. repeal it, what happens if you repeal it, right? Yeah. And then a president can serve as many terms as they want, right? Okay. Biden gets in again, and then he dies, and it's Kamala Harris. Well, then Kamala Harris can serve as many terms as she wants. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. It's very dangerous, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's He says insane. things like that when saying things like that lead to... Really, really dangerous, slippery slopes that nobody's talking about. That's the thing that just baffles me. I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand why. Sometimes I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Am I the only person that hears this? All right. My friends at Brickhouse Nutrition have some exciting news to share. Field of Greens is now available in lemon lime. It's unlike other superfoods because it uses real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. This is literally like stuffing fresh garden fruits and vegetables in a jar packed with antioxidants. It can support heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Plus, it's pre and probiotic. It's great for everyone in your family, old, young, even athletes. Field of Greens is super Super simple. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir, and you're done. And unlike other nutritional drinks, which rely on only one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, and beets. Go to BrickhouseGram.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code Graham at checkout. Available in regular, wild berry, and now lemon lime. That's BrickhouseGram.com. That's BrickhouseGram.com. Promo code Graham. What about this one? Uh, there's so much in there. And What I, about this? What about this? If this is not the most tyrannical thing you've ever heard, what about this? As trade as it sounds, we the people. 
Well, it's time to remember that we, the people, are the government. Oh, my gosh. It's time to remember that we, the people, are the government. To me, that is the most terrifying thing he said. You can, you can just forget everything else he said. Raising the minimum wage. Uh, they want to make it free. Uh, Child care starting at age three. I think that's dangerous, and here's why. Because that becomes federalized, so now the federal government has control of your children at the age of three yeah. for indoctrination purposes. I think it's very, 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 very... And this is the things that people don't think. They think, oh, I no longer have to spend money on child care. That's great. They don't think about the fact of, oh, what are they actually going to be teaching and introducing and allowing yes. my three-year-old to be around mm-hmm. through federalized government, yeah. right? But take all that away and just listen to the words of a sitting U.S. president saying, you know, the first three words in our Constitution lay it out. We the people. And it's time to remember that we the people are the government. Now, it can be argued that what he was trying to say was a government of the people, by the people, for the people. Right. Abraham Lincoln said that. That's not what he meant. No, that's absolutely not. That's not what he meant at all. No. Biden believes that the government is here to help and we need more government to help the American people because the American people are in crisis. And the only reason the American people are in crisis is because of the government. Mm -hmm. Like, ladies and gentlemen, listen to what I said. Why are, why were you locked down? Because the government did that. We didn't do that. We didn't unanimously vote 330 million plus people and say, you know what? We should just shut everything down until we figure out what's going on. We didn't, we didn't do that. Why did you not have a job? You, you didn't decide that you didn't need to go to work. Mm. Why are the businesses shut down? Why did thousands upon thousands of small businesses close? They didn't decide to go out of business. The government did that. Mm-hmm. And now this is what the Democrats do. They create problems, and then they come in saying that they have the solution to the problem. But the solution to the problem is more of the thing that caused the problem in the first place. That's what they do. That's the trickery. It's like a, it's like a sleight of hand. It's like a paradox of stupid that just keeps happening over and over and over again. Joe Biden truly believes that there is no difference between we the people and the government. Okay, here's another thing. I don't care how good of a candidate you are. Maybe you're the perfect candidate to go in and represent your district, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not saying this, but we the people elect you to go to D.C. And then, to be honest, as long as you hold that title, you are no longer the people. You're not. You're not. We, the people, elect you to go hold a position. This is why I believe in term limits for an amount of time to be the voice of us. We, the people, are the boss. You are a puppet that we send to D.C. to represent, and you don't open your mouth of what you think. You represent and you speak the will of the people that you represent. You are a puppet soldier that we tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Period. That is who you are. Representative. That's what you represent- are. Represent you. You no longer have the freaking authority 
as a private citizen because you're no longer a private citizen. Mm -hmm. The private citizens are the people. We, the people, that is who the governing authority is in this. We, the people, are not the government. We, the people, are the government's boss, period. President of the United States is the most powerful person in the world because we, the people, allow it to be so. If we, the people, said, I don't give a crap what you say anymore, we no longer recognize your office, guess what you don't have? You don't have power anymore. Mm -hmm. That's what people forget. And we have a president who legitimately does not understand the freaking difference between we the people and the government. The, the, the utter magnitude of the potential destruction of our democratic republic. Right? We're not a democracy either. A lot of people get that mixed up. That a sitting U.S. president legitimately no longer can tell the difference between we the people, the masses of America, and the government. That's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. I don't think I've heard anything more terrifying than that. And he did it on live TV addressing Congress. He didn't even try to, it wasn't like him, like him and his boys, like smoking a cigar in the back. You know, we the people, man, these people need to realize that we the people are the government. He wasn't having like drinks. Saying some stuff that probably shouldn't have been said. No, this mofo goes on live TV <laughs> in the chambers and says it right there in front of everybody. And Kamala Harris, Pelosi, AOC, everybody applauds. Mm. Are you freaking kidding me, man? Right there. Impeach him. I'm sorry. The second, the second you say some crap like that, bye. See you later. You're out of here, man. Get me riled up the dagger. <laughs> I'm serious. Get out. The whole purpose of being an elected official between city council, state representative, congressman, senate, mayor, governor, vice president, president, you are not a private citizen anymore. While you hold those offices, you are not on the same playing field as the people. And you submit your will to the people. That's what you do. You're making a, a choice. Nobody's forcing you to do it. You are making a choice to submit your will and your own opinion and your own understanding and reflect the will of the people. That's why so many people got pissed off at the people that voted to impeach the president in red counties, in red states, in red districts. Mm-hmm. It's not so much so that they they thought individually that that's what they were supposed to do. That's not your freaking job. Yeah. Yeah. Your job is not to do what you think you're supposed to do. That's not the job. You ain't the boss. Your job is to do what your district or your state tells you to do because you're a puppet for the people. Sorry. Congressman, senator, uh, state representative, all this stuff. You are the people's puppets. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean that in a legitimate way. Shut up. You don't have the authority to make your own decisions. You represent the people. You are a conduit for the freaking people's voice to be heard. And if you're not representing the voice of the people you represent, you gots to go. 
And if we have a president, I'm sorry to keep harping on this, but man, yeah. you got a president that says on live TV that we the people are the government. Holy crap. How much trouble are we in? If we make it to 2022 elections, Senator McCarthy came out and he said that he believes that if we run on policy alone, that uh, it's going to be a Republican landslide. I agree. If we can solidify the elections and make sure that the elections aren't rigged, I agree. Absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree with that sentiment here. All right, I've said it once, I'll say it again. My buddy Mike Lindell is under attack, losing $65 million this past quarter, and now even Costco has dropped his company, MyPillow, simply for him wanting fair and free elections and defending President Trump. But you can fight back and help support conservative businesses. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio offers. Save up to 66% when you use the special offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's MyPillow.com and use the offer code Graham or call 1-800-596-2509 and tell them we sent you. Now is the time to stand up for our friends that have conservative businesses that stand up for conservative rights. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click the radio offer. Save up to 66% with the offer code Graham or call 1-800-596-2509 and tell them Graham sent you. Well, let's get off Biden. I, I want to talk about the contrast. So right after Tim Scott comes on, and we're just going to jump right to it. Let me find what he says. I think it's right here. It's on GrahamAllen.com. Okay, here we go. That the color of their skin. Defi- here we go. This is the last 45 seconds of, my, of uh, his most powerful statement, in my opinion. But here we go. Today, Jews are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again. And if they look a certain way, they're an oppressor. From colleges to corporations to our culture, people are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. Mm. Seems pretty sound-minded to me, but yet uh, the number one trending thing on Twitter after that was Uncle Tim. Blatantly racist things pointed at Tim Scott. Basically, yeah, being racist. And who was it? It wasn't Republicans. It wasn't conservatives. No, 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 no. It was blue check marked left leaning people uncle tim trending on twitter twitter has responded saying that it was an algorithm thing that they obviously didn't like push it it was an algorithm thing but yet the new york post article was suppressed and cut off within like 45 minutes you can't stop obviously racist things here's the left the left screams that the right is racist But then you have a Republican black U.S. senator from South Carolina, one of the original colonies, Mm -hmm. all right, saying that he has grown up and seen how far America has come. 
right? The speech, the part of the speech that I left out is him saying, I, I did grow up and I did get stopped while driving while black. I did get looked at more so than other people in supermarkets and things. He said, but not anymore. He said, that's how far we've come. So to say America is a racist country, it's, that's just fundamentally not true. So how does the left respond saying that the right is racist? They attack a black man in a racist way. Yeah. Said the most horrible things you can imagine about Tim Scott simply because he's a black guy that did not follow the Democratic narrative or the Democrat narrative exactly how they view black people are supposed to think, feel, and say things. That's it. That, that is why they attacked him. Oh, my gosh. A black man saying that America is not racist? Destroy him. Destroy him. Mm. You know, I had a really interesting conversation uh, with uh, my business partner, Jason. Jason is a black man living in America. A very success, successful guy. And we were having uh, conversations about uh, cultures. And he said, here's the truth, man. He said, there is no white culture. 73% of America is white. That's not a culture. That's the country. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, the country is white. <laughs> that, that's not a culture. We have the black culture, which mm -hmm. is 17%. And then Asian, Hispanic, and then whatever uh, makes up the rest of it, right? Those are cultures. And we have white people now that are trying to identify with cultures that are not theirs. And by doing so, they're creating division that actually isn't there. Mm -hmm. Okay, within the 17% of the black community or the black culture, 2% are the ones that actually hate white people and think that they're being oppressed every day. Yeah, if not less. If not less. How many people is that really? And then I would go as far to argue that anybody that's 30 and below has no idea what real racism actually looks like. And if they do, it's such a small percentage that you can't honestly and have intellectual integrity and say that America is racist or America is a racist country, right? Um I thought it was funny. I, I actually found that uh, Kamala Harris actually freaking agrees. Yeah. Um, she said. Yes, she responded to it. Uh, I don't think America is a racist country, but we need to speak truth about history. We do speak truth about history. That's what I don't understand. Who, who has come out and said, oh, well, the whole slavery thing never happened. Who has said that? Who's saying that slavery was a good thing? Who's trying to erase history by removing statues and taking things out of books? That would be the left. The left's trying to do that. Uh, oh, America's a racist country. Are you sure? When's the last time you saw a group of people in white robes and white hoods marching down the freaking Capitol Street in D.C.? When's the last time you saw that? Those were Democrats, by the way. But when's the last time you saw that? Does, does she do you know what would happen if right now, we live in South Carolina. Right now, if some dude was in a Klan outfit walking down the street, do you have any idea what would happen to that person? He'd get whooped. He'd, he would, he'd die. <laughs> I'm yeah. just being honest. Yeah. He, he would die. And it would not be black people only that helped kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it would. That's my point.
All right? 40, 50 years ago, see a bunch of people having a Klan rally was just like, yep, there there they are. That's progress. Go try to do that today. Exactly. And that was Tim Scott's point. That is progress. And And trying to act like we have not progressed as a society is just blatantly false and it's blatantly lying. And it hurts the country. And it yeah. hurts the country. And so you look at what Biden says, and then polls are saying 85% of people thought it was amazing. <sighs> Whatever. That's the thing. I don't, the unfortunate thing is, I don't doubt that. I think 85% of the people they polled, which were probably predominantly Democrats. Probably all in Los Angeles. Well, and, and Chris Wallace is getting major flack for saying that he thought that America would receive it well. And I, I agree with him. I think, like you said, it's sleight of hand. Joe Biden perfectly disguised socialism in this patriotic blue-collar way. And it's, it's completely disgusting. And I remember watching it last night, and like literally my heart dropped because I could tell that people were like, oh, this is good, and this is what we need. And it's just one side of the narrative that he doesn't even even touch on. And it's, it's completely abhorrent, and it's... Un-American. I remember watching Obama's State of the Union addresses and being like, okay, I don't agree with this. This is not something I agree with this. Joe Biden, on the other hand, it's not even America. Like, this isn't even an American ideal. It's not even pro-American. His speech was literally not pro-American. It was pro, you know, we're going to do green energy. We're going to do climate change. This is racist. That is racist. You're a racist. But it, it literally was not like... We are the best country on the face of the earth. He apologized for America. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, Kamala Harris, final thought for this is, again, we live in two different worlds. I mean, we do. We live in two different Americas. It's like we're looking through two different complete. It's like we're watching. It's like one person's watching the Justice League, Josh Whedon. Yeah. And one person's watching the Justice League, Zack Snyder edition. You know 100%. what I mean? 100%. They're, they're, they're both Justice League, but two completely different movies. That's what we're doing here. Um, Kamala Harris's, I want to end on this. Kamala Harris's things where America is not a racist country, but we have to not forget about the history. Well, the history is this. Democrats always forget to mention that it was the Democratic Party that started the KKK, uh, defended slavery, which essentially started the Civil War, imposed segregation. They supported Jim Crow laws. Fought, they fought civil rights in the 50s and 60s. Oh, and they threw uh, Japanese Americans uh, into camps when they first tried to come over here. Um, I, you know, I would have to look at the history of the Irish when they came over, but I'm pretty sure Democrats had something to do with that too. But don't quote me on that. I did not research that part. Um, That's where we are. Um, Crazy, crazy stuff, guys. Uh, And I'm going to end this episode out with quoting Tim Scott, that the only way we move forward as America is less government and more us. We have to be together as Americans and actually identify that we, the people, are not the government. We, the people, are the government's boss. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again next time.